like sometimes when you're arguing because arguments will happen um, and you have to understand that this person that you're currently in disagreement with this person is on your side and on your team and sometimes when you're in the heat of an argument you forget that this person right here is your partner Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Unfazed with Tazzy Faye podcast, where we have casual down-to-earth conversations about all sorts of topics. On today's episode, I will be talking to Ada Aslan. She's a writer, creator, and a proud believer fiercely committed to serving and championing women from all over the world, and doing so mainly through work on her website, adaaslan.com. She is on YouTube and she makes a lot of videos uh, about all sorts of topics. When I was making my YouTube videos about weddings and getting married, I came across some of her videos and I thought she would be a great person to talk to because I just loved her vibe. So I reached out to her and we had a really great conversation about marriage and weddings and um, what I was to expect. It was honestly really refreshing to talk to her right before my wedding. And uh, so I hope you guys enjoy the conversation as much as I did. Here it is. So tell me a little bit about yourself. So I'm Ida. Hi, guys. Um, I'm Singaporean, but I've... Okay, this is a bit confusing. So I've, for the past seven years, um, I've been living in Morocco um, because my husband's British Moroccan, but we've travel a lot within the past seven years so sometimes we're in London sometimes we're in Morocco sometimes we're in Korea sometimes we're in Singapore Um, but having said that because I've always uh, I grew up predominantly in Singapore so I'm very much rooted in my Malay culture heritage um, and my Islamic faith has been a huge part growing up so there's not so much about like um, how is it like to be Muslim in the West because I don't I don't think I have that, um, but just more of like the interculturalness with me and my husband because we come from different backgrounds. Yeah, and marriage stuff aside, I'm a writer and I run like a small um, online digital company. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What and about you? Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, So I am originally from Pakistan. That's where my family's from. Um, My dad worked in Saudi Arabia, so Mm -hmm. I was born there. But I don't really have any... Like when I tell people that, because in the U.S., when you're born in the U.S., you get citizenship. But Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to explain sometimes to people because people think, oh, you're from Saudi Arabia. And I'm like, no, I'm not from Saudi Arabia. Like I'm from... Like at least for American people. but that's where my family's from. I came here when I was like two or three uh, to the U.S. My parents studied here. They had the intention on, of going back, but they ended up staying here. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've, I've pretty much lived in the same state for the past 20, I don't know how old I am. I'm 28, so 20, 26 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just started making content. Like I've always been the child who like took the camera and used to do nice. things with our video cameras so then you know I discovered YouTube and here we and are the rest <laughs> is history nice yeah. nice yeah. okay got it so is your future husband um is he as multi-dimensional as you like born somewhere else lived somewhere else 
Yeah, he is. And he actually came here a little bit like later in life than I did. So, and he's probably moved around more than I have, uh, but he's from India. Um, and so his, I think he lived there until he was seven and then they kind of moved around for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think they lived mm-hmm. in Jamaica for a little bit and then they came wow. to Florida and then, you know, kind of moved different States. For me, it was like, I just came straight to Colorado and then stayed, but, <laughs> and stayed there. but yeah, we're similar in the sense that we, we are from somewhere else, but then we grew up in the U S so, um, yeah. Got it. Nice. It's how it's beautiful. How Allah like match to people from yeah everywhere and anywhere yeah it's crazy and i think the the internet also makes things i know you know it changed the landscape it makes the world small mm-hmm. yeah yeah so how long have you been married seven years seven years yeah. okay okay yeah seven years and um if you were to ask me about marriage like at different points of my marriage life I would give you different answers. Mm-hmm. Um I think you probably know about this but like there there are phases in 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 a married um couple's life like the first year is the honeymoon period and then the second to the fourth year is like where you get into the thick of things. Um I think past five years you're like I don't know how to say this you're like you're so intertwined um, and you get, I don't know how to say this, like right now, like at this point of the marriage, it's its a very comfortable, it's like he's almost like, I don't even know how to say it. Yeah, he's like, um, like someone, like a, you know how you can sit with somebody in silence and not yeah. be awkward about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and I you get really to that like this, yeah. Yeah, which is nice. And you argue about who's going to take trash and stuff like that, which is really nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in your How to Know He's the One video, um, so, you know, talking about what you were just talking about, you were saying that, you know, how you see, how you've seen marriage or how you see marriage has changed. Um, so if you could, do you think you're able to go back to the time and kind of tell me, what you used to think probably when you were in my shoes or, you know, if that's possible for you that you can look back at the time, like right before you were about to get married, how did you, how did you perceive marriage at that time? Marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I, I always knew that marriage is going to be a lot of work. I think just from like studying the seerah of like the Prophet Sallallahu and Sayyidina Hadija and how like they were always in support of each other and how like it's not so much of like the Hollywood romance that society portrays love to be but like through understanding marriage through Dia's story I always knew that it, it would take work and effort between two parties um, but what I don't know is how much work <laughs> like you know it will take work but it's only when you're in a marriage and going through it day by day, then you'll know like, oh my God, some days you just want to like, like your um, And some days you can just look at him and like, mashallah, like you are the biggest blessing in my life. So you can swing from like one state to another. Um, but yeah, I think going into a marriage, um, you need to kind of like already... Um, have an understanding that it will take a lot of work. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I was very glazed by um, okay. by the idea of marriage. Yeah. 
So you didn't go in, you know, you didn't have that idea of like, oh, it's going to be this perfect. You knew like realistically that it was going to be tough. Um, but it sounds like yeah. you just didn't quite at that time fully grasp how much work it was yes. actually going to take. Um, yes. Yes. And so now you understand that. Um, and so for me, as someone who's about to get married in a few weeks, um, what's some advice that maybe you would have for, for someone in my shoes? You have to understand that you and your husband, you guys are always on the same team. Um, that it's, it's like sometimes when you're arguing, because arguments will happen. Um, and you have to understand that this person that you are currently in disagreement with this person is on your side and on your team. And sometimes when you're in the heat of an argument, you forget that this person right here is your partner. He's not your enemy. Um, and that is something that I always try to tell friends who are about to get married. Like, look, it doesn't matter if you disagree on stuff. you got to understand that both of you want the best for each other. Um, and to always like, this is something that my teachers have always taught me. like never forget the light that you first saw in your partner's face because that light was what like you know softened your heart to want to marry him or her in the first place mm -hmm. so as days go by and like as marriage gets you know like really get into the thick of things and or when you're in an argument try to always remember that light of your spouse um yeah so I've always like you know, whenever I'm like in a disagreement with my husband, like, where is your light right now? <laughs> yeah. So, and also like, um, I think it's very important to grow together and also allow space for each other to grow on your own personal areas. Yeah. Yeah. As much as it's, you guys are a team and you guys are husband and wife, at the end of the day, you are still individual people right. and you need to respect each other and give each other space to blossom mm -hmm. in your own, in each other's time and space. Yeah. If I can ask, how old were you when you got married? Um, I was 25 and my husband was 24. 24. Okay. Yeah. All right. How old are you now? I'm 28, but 28. I'm about, yeah, I'm gonna be 29 inshallah in September. So <laughs> I'm getting yes. close to 30. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like it, but you know, it's happening. Regardless. Good, stay young at heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other day, I had an interview yesterday, and uh, she she was talking to me, and she was like oh yeah, like you're, you're Gen Z, right? Like, you know, for us millennials. And I looked at her and I was like, I'm a millennial. And she's like, no, you're not. I was like, yeah, she's like, you look like you're 12 years old. <laughs> Thank you for the compliment. Um, so I'll just ask you one question kind of about the middle topic. So for the waiting for a life partner, video um oh. was it that you were getting hearing like a lot of messages from people or was it mm. personal friends were coming to you like what what inspired you to make that that video um yeah I think it's a mixture of both because um I think the age from like when you're like in your early 20s you're already starting to think about marriage right it's just only natural um and I've seen like a fair share of how um, a number of sisters would have their life on a pause mm -hmm. 
um, just because they're not like making any progress in that like marriage department. And I thought that's such a shame because your 20s is the best time of your life, you know, like that's when you should experiment, you should fail, you should create, you should learn about yourself. And um, I just feel like it's, it's a pity that people, um, you know, forget that because they're too focused on trying to find a partner, which I feel like um, doesn't really make sense because every, like Allah has already written for you, like it's maktub, right? So even if you don't do anything and it's just waiting for your spouse, if if Allah has not written for you to be married that year, then you're just wasting, you know, you're, you're, you're basically robbing time from yourself. Right. Yeah. So I just thought like um, I should share about that because, um, I mean, there's nothing wrong. Obviously, everybody wants to get married and um, it's a blessing to be married. But there, there you blessings also come in many other forms and having free time is also a blessing right. like if you ask like someone who's a mother they would envy the fact that you have free time right now right so yeah i just thought like i, I would share something about that topic yeah i actually i had a moment like this was a year or two ago because i was used to feel not always but i was made to feel self-conscious about not being married at by a certain age and uh my someone had messaged me and they said something like, you know, I see your life and I I'm really jealous of the fact that you get to spend time with your parents and your friends because mm-hmm. I got married young and I left home and and when when I read that message it really put it in perspective for me. I was like, you know what, she's right. Like all this time I I get with my parents, which you know once you get older and then they get older, it's like. It's hard to let them go and so, um, or get distance from them, whether physically or whatever. So it is a blessing. It's really just how you look at it. Exactly. It's all about perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, So, okay. So moving on to the the wedding stuff. Um, So my wedding is not, we're trying to figure out how to do it Um, because of coronavirus. We had initially had like, you know, the multiple day wedding and the hotel and this and that. And then, you know, and then uh, that quickly became like, all right, what's what's the minimum thing that we can do uh, with all that's going on and keep it safe? Yeah. So um, I guess my first question is, so in one of your videos, you talk about how you had a big wedding event and you said that you would do it all over again because of how special it was to celebrate with the people that you were with. Um, So I'm just wondering from your perspective, looking back, you know, there's a lot of couples who are not going to be able to celebrate with a lot of people. So I'm wondering, do you feel like people will be missing out if they don't, if they're not able to have big weddings or a medium sized wedding or whatever it may be? No, I don't think so. Because like, I mean, like, why do you do a walima, right? Like it all comes down to intentions. Um, basically for me, like if I were, if I had, actually I wouldn't change anything about my wedding because I, I, my intention for doing the Walima that particular way was because of my parents. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, it was like, it was my parents' wishes because I was their first daughter and I was the first marriage in the family. Um, it was my parents' wishes to like invite their friends and their family Mm -hmm. and, um, I thought like, you know, for everything that they have done for me, raising me up, providing me with food and shelter and sustenance. And if they want this for my wedding, then yeah, by all means, like, um, 
I feel like, I don't know about your culture, but in my culture, there's a lot of like friction between the child and the parents when it comes to like planning a wedding. Like the child wants something and the parents want something else. Mm. Um, but but for me, I, I really think like, you know, at the end of the day, you want you want your marriage to be to be blessed by your parents. What did you not what's that Islamic word? It's not approval. Mm. You want the the baraka, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Right. So you want the blessings of your parents and I and if if you know inviting their friends and their fam and our family, extended family, whatever that means, to me it's just like, oh I'll get more duas. Right. So it um I, I told myself, look, it's just five hours of your life. If it's what's going to make your parents happy, then do it. And then just be done with it. Um, but even if you have to have a small wedding, you can still have the prayers of your family and your friends. I, I think I, I was invited once to a live streaming wedding. I thought it was so cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, we couldn't be there, but duas were still being made for the couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get to do the walima and they are happily married husband and wife. So whether you have a small wedding or a big wedding, at the end of the day, it's about having that baraka of, you know, the prayers of your family and your friends. And you can have that whether you do it via Zoom or whether you do it in a, in a gathering. Um, and whatever Allah has written for you, that's the best for you. So Allah wrote that I have like a, like a festive wedding and that was the best for me and if you were to have like a small wedding that's the best for you right right Right. yeah and what you said also resonated with me on a personal level about uh parents because i originally i was like man i don't want to invite so many people and this is but then i went through a whole process of understanding the value in feeding people and inviting people yeah. and people who have seen you for a long time, even if they may not be, you know, that close, close. to you. But yeah. again, also it's like you're, you're your first, your parents' first daughter and it's their first event. And you know, what's, what's really going to hurt by uh, having their yeah, friends right. there as well, you know, or people yeah. that they care about. So um, yeah, that just, that just resonated me. Um, I just want to say I just want to say one thing though yes. um, about having uh, a big wedding or a small wedding. Um, obviously the issue that we need to be um, transparent with is about money. Um, mm. So I, I, if it was not within my means to do a big wedding, mm-hmm. um, if like I have to borrow money or be in debt, then that's where I draw the line. Because right. you have to be realistic as well. Like if you can afford it, then by all means, because you are doing like what you said, you're feeding people and you're bringing family together. I mean, that's great. But if you have to borrow money and be and start your marriage in debt, um, that's where I feel like um, it doesn't make sense. You right. you should spend within your means when it comes to your walima. And I think parents and the child, they both have to have like an open conversation about about money because... Um, some of us, we want to have big weddings, but we just can't afford it. And that's completely fine as well. Yeah. Yeah. And where did you get married, by the way? Did you get married in uh, UK? Singapore. Singapore. Okay, Singapore. We only had one wedding because I told my husband that um, Moroccan weddings are very festive. It's like yeah. three days in a row. Yeah. That's similar that's to the like, AC weddings. Yeah. 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 So it's like way too much for me. I told my husband, this was how I pitch it. Because my husband's an introvert. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, it's just five hours. We're going to sit together and just smile. Five yeah. hours of your life. That's it. Okay. Right. You might have to wear a costume. <laughs> but 
we'll get it done and over with together. But if you do it in a Moroccan setting, mm-hmm. oh my God, it'll be three days and I'll have to do one just by myself, which is going to be like awkward. Right. And then him all by himself. So I was like, let's just do it in Singapore, like five hours and that's it. Right. So it's like, okay, fine. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to go. And I think that's what I eventually was forced to do. And I'm kind of happy about it because at first, you know, like it was a roller coaster. I was like, ah, I don't want to do all this. And then I stuck, I went to a friend's wedding and it was very festive and it was long. I was like, wow, this is so fun for the guests. And this is so, I was like, why not do it? And so then I planned all that and then coronavirus happened. I was like, okay, I can't do anything. So let me just take all that back. But um, yeah, it's been, it's been quite a, Hectic. Yeah. And one of the things that I realized through this process um, is that I feel that wedding planning, regardless of small because of coronavirus, small not because of coronavirus, big, huge, it doesn't matter. It feels almost like it's very distracting from uh the marriage itself yeah like you get so distracted by coordinating all these things and sometimes it's not in your control like you have to get things Mm -hmm. done you know um it's just the nature of how planning an event works but I feel that it's very I have my moments when there's some calm and some silence where it hits me that I'm leaving it hits me that I'm going to be living with somebody that I have Mm -hmm. never lived with before um and so I'm just wondering from your perspective because you also you know you had a festive wedding and um even if it wasn't a festive wedding but do you feel like the wedding planning process uh was distracting for you in terms of um alhamdulillah no because I only had three months to plan everything so the fact that I only had a short amount of time was actually a huge blessing in disguise because we then only focus on the necessities Mm. so there was there we didn't have the quote-unquote luxury of time Mm -hmm. to think of other things that were not necessary for the walima and I I literally told my mom like it's your day do whatever you want um, and, and yeah, I, I feel like, um, having that detachment of not wanting to make it just about me mm-hmm. and my husband, but really making it about the family helps mm-hmm. because I wanted to make the wedding more of like an opportunity for us to bond more than it's a, just about me, which is like looking back is very surprising because I'm a, I macromanage like so much when it comes to my business. Right. But I don't know why when it comes to the wedding, um, Allah just made the planning really easy for, for, for us because we had to find a location in three months. We had to fly everyone in in three months. We had to do the marriage course in three months. And this was all happening when my husband was in the UK. Mm-hmm. And it's also a huge blessing that he also doesn't really quite care. Like He's just like, do whatever you want. And so right. I'm like, to my parents, do whatever you want. So. Um, I think that lift off a, a huge burden and it and it allowed my husband and I to be more focused on planning our life because after the wedding, uh, we had to migrate. So we had like a whole other thing to think about because we were yeah. moving to Dubai. Okay. Um, so wow, so you really lived all over. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I was just like, okay, choose your battles. Mm-hmm. What do you want to focus on and what can you delegate? Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes sense. And I can, I can see that. And actually I've talked to my fiance and some other people before about how, um, 
this whole process has really knocked my arrogance because I feel like, so I've done some wedding photography. I've, I'm, I'm like a big planner. Like I have to plan things in advance. doesn't matter what it is. Very mm-hmm. organized, whatever. That's just my personality. So I've been planning for like a year, year and a half. I'm the person who gives everybody the quotes you decide, but you know, I do all the information searching. So, um, I always used to look at people who would contact me to do photography or whatever, like a few weeks before. And I'm like, wow, you're just, what are you doing? Like what, who, who plans their wedding in like, you know, a month, like what's wrong with you? Like what a disaster, you know? And then I, and then it's almost like Allah was trying to teach me a lesson because now I'm in a situation where I have no choice, but to plan day by day, week by week. And I'm forced to do that. And I was forced to unravel like what I had been All of that. like, you know, doing so like prepared. Um, and so it's been a real interesting experience for me, but that's, that's, you know, that's good to hear also that, um, not being too obsessed with how it turns out or being too invested in, in, you know, those five yeah, hours. Yeah. Exactly. It's literally just five hours of your life. Like right. when you put things in perspective, you're like, wow, why am I losing sleep and stressing myself out? because of these five hours when I should be looking forward to like, you know, going into the next phase of my life. So yeah, you gotta be like a bright chiller, like bright chiller, like just chill. Yes, exactly. So that's pretty much all I had as far as um, my questions go. I don't really, I don't think I have any follow-up questions. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for your time. I'm so sorry about that interruption. No, um, are, are there any last words about the topic of marriage or about you that you would like to kind of um, give for the audience? I just pray that you will have a very beautiful wedding thank and you. a very blessed marriage ahead and that you will go into this new adventure, um, you know, like with an open heart. Um, and that you never let go of, um, let me do that again. And that both you and your husband would uh, support each other in your journey towards being closer to Allah. I think that's all that really matters. Inshallah. Those are some really nice words. Yeah. You were great. And I can see that you're also like a glowing bright right now, like, (laughs) It's the, it's the, my shiny forehead and the light. No, not at all. But yeah, I really, I really pray you, you'll have a, a beautiful um, wedding, small or big internet or offline. I'm sure you'll be happy that day, inshallah. Inshallah, I hope so. I still have some nerves about it, you know. Um, it's, I think what's personally stressing me out, it's not really how the event goes. I don't really care too much at this point. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what the heck. For me, it's about like everyone just getting along and like no mm. no drama. And I think what scares me a little bit about the intimate wedding is that like, you know, I was kind of hoping like for a big wedding because everyone just gets lost. Like, you know, you don't, yeah. Have to, yeah. you don't see what people's expressions are. You don't see <sighs> how people are feeling that day. So now I'm like, we're all going to be right next to each other and we're, you mm. know, but inshallah it will be good and it's meant to be this way so exactly it is it is what it is but it was a pleasure meeting you thank you so much again for taking the time to do this and inshallah let's uh stay connected yeah stay in touch yeah 
And that concludes today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. As usual, you guys are the best. If you want to take it a step further with your support, you can go ahead and leave us a review, leave us a rating. That would be very helpful and I would really appreciate it. If you want to go an even step further, you can go to Anchor FM, uh, the Anchor page, the episode webpage, whatever it's called. And uh, you can actually sponsor some of our um, episodes help us, you know, get funding for this show. If you guys want to check out more from Aida, you can check out her YouTube channel. And if you want to see more wedding related videos or just Tazzy fake content, you can check me out on YouTube, on the gram and on TikTok apparently. So you guys have a good one. Tazzy Faye out. Bye.